Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Table Hops. Hello, it's me, Mr. Mustache. And it's great to see you here on Table Hops. You are Mr. Mustache. You know, Chris. Yes, I am. I think the moment that you shave your mustache, you're uh, you're just going to become, I don't know, Mr. Baldface? Mr. Baldface? Yes, Mr. Bald. <laughs> That's what I should do. When, when I do shave this off, I should just shave all my hair off. Like everything. Oh, for Eyebrows sure. and just be a big old baby. Was that, that not the be, option? Yeah. I thought that was like what's happening. <laughs> Why do I just go to the bar- barber? I'd like to be short and please <laughs> just get yes. it all off. <laughs> yes, I would like to look like a baby lamb. <laughs> That's what I'm into. Um, Anywho, welcome guys. Welcome to Table Hops Live. Oh, source code. Hello. Um, this is our live recording of episode 53, correct? 53, correct. That was backwards, but that's fine. 35. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to Table Hops, where we uh, really enjoy craft beer and board games, and we decide to pair them. We think you should yes. too. We do. We do. Big fan of games and beer. What are you drinking right now, Steven? Do you have a beer? Uh, I do. I haven't opened it yet. Um, ah. It's called Forever On and On. Um, and it looks like Bag End. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's um, so cool. Who makes that? This is from Newgrass Brewing Company um, out of somewhere in North Carolina. Okay. Shelby, Shelby, North Carolina. Shelby, North so, Carolina. So uh, outside of Charlotte. Not the Shire, New Zealand. Not the Shire, New Zealand. No, no. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That um, is a sweet looking label. Right? Uh, seven percenter, uh, double dry hopped, brewed with Raquel, Watiku, and Nelson. Oh, so, Watiku. Uh, that sounds interesting. Right. right. What are you drinking? Uh, I have my the peanut butter vibes, my favorite peanut butter beer uh, by O'Connor's, so I like that one a lot. Okay. Um, I remember I had another peanut butter beer one recently, but it wasn't as good, and that was my take on it. Is it wasn't as good as a peanut? Did we talk about that last time? It we wasn't as good as a peanut butter one, but yeah. Anyway, this one's this one's awesome. Big fan of that, so I have it. In Do my you? Um, so fun fact about peanut butter. Well, not fun fact. I had a peanut butter beer last night on stream, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. It was the uh, peanut butter, banana, bluffernutter, sour <laughs> ale. Okay. Um, let me tell you. Uh, I opened the can and it was sitting okay. on my desk, right? And it smelled like I just opened a jar of organic peanut butter. Wow. Like, just hit you in the face with peanuts, right? Now, what about like... Sour and peanut butter doesn't sound like it would go together. I know, but it, I know, but it works. But everyone, everyone was mm. raving about this thing, man. Um, this this is from the the same brewery, the uh, the Newgrass Brewing Company. Um, okay. So <laughs> I was like, I, I gotta try it, right? So it it does say to roll it because there's banana puree in it. Um, okay. It's not pasteurized, so you know active yeast happening in there. Um, Anywho, it's a, it's so a science can, fair experiment. Yeah, exactly. I open the can and it's just like peanut butter in my mouth, right? Or in my, in my nose mm. and I pour it and it has the weirdest color ever. It, um, okay. it reminded me of when you take a, take a, you know, like 
if you're scooping out peanut butter, right, and you've got peanut butter left on the spoon and you leave it in a cup of water for a couple of days. And like I the, have never done that. <laughs> okay. Well, this is what it looks like. Um, oh, <laughs> it was like this weird, like, like khaki color. Um, hmm. well, that's kind of what odd. I would think with a peanut butter one, though. Yeah. Very odd. But it's but for um, a beer. Yeah. Yeah. And then the so I poured it right. And halfway through the pour, I started getting what I only assume were the banana puree chunks, but they came Let's out hope like so. looking like little, like if, imagine if a banana looked like a cell, that's okay. what they look like coming out. That's right. Great. I was then like, do I just drink this? Do I stir it? <laughs> do like, what do I need to do? So I got a, uh, a swizzle <laughs> stick, right. And stirred <laughs> up the beer. Um, so that way it was all like you know, melded together. And let me tell you, it, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it was fine. Uh, I'm never going to seek out the beer. Um, Right. Okay. It was, it was, it it was peanut butter. Like from the first sip, you got a little bit of like the sweetness from the banana. Um, Okay. And then like, you knew it was a sour cause it was a little funky. Um, yeah hmm. it uh i think it would have been better had they left out the marshmallow because you could taste a little bit of the lactose okay. um, but it wasn't like enough to change the flavor i think if they would have like put all in, those like, would go together except for the sour seems like the odd thing out yeah so i think if they would have left the the marshmallow out and put in um like a like a strawberry or a grape or something like some, okay. something that's much more like traditionally a sour beer type thing um i think it would have it would have brought it all back together it was okay like it was okay i wouldn't be so mad it, if i had it again uh-huh but uh, was I would not. isn't fluffernutter like a series fluffernutter I think is I've, the name of a sandwich well i know that it's also something inappropriate but we won't go there uh but the <laughs> The uh, I have seen I thought Fluffernutter was serious because I have seen beers with that name in it. Maybe just other people have the, the same name for it. I don't think I don't think anyone like owns the name Fluffernutter. Um, that is true. That is fair. <laughs> Man, if people did not know this was a uh, a beer podcast and they just heard you say, "Well, it was kind of brown," and there were these chunks, and I really hope they were this, but it tasted well, it's, great. It's something different every time, <laughs> you know. Um, the. Uh, Kind of similar. Um, I also had last night, I had a uh, banana pudding milkshake IPA. That Um, sounds good. Yeah. From, I can't remember the name of it. Another random uh, (laughs) uh, North Carolina brewery. Um, Okay. And uh, it was very banana-y. Like banana forward. um, And if if that's oh uh uh the yard it was from the yard okay okay yeah um cool yeah i thought it was thought it was good it, it, you know if you like banana you would have liked this mm-hmm. the um and now that you've been saying that like i really like the combo of peanut butter and banana like i'm a big fan of that yeah. so it'd be kind of cool to make a peanut butter hefeweizen because with hefeweizen you get that banana like up front pretty hard yeah, I don't know. It would either be good or terrible. 
But I mean, if you can yeah. make a sour, if you can make a sour peanut butter, I don't think it would be that big of a risk to do a sour hefeweizen. Or uh, sorry, a uh, peanut butter hefeweizen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the name of Source Code's bar is the Fluffernutter. Sounds on brand. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'd that go. does sound on brand. <laughs> um, so um, uh, a, a little while ago, me and this is a few weeks ago now, but we, me and you hung out and, and I had that metaphase. Uh, you, you recommended that to me. That one was really good. The one by uh, yeah. Drecker. Yeah. That one was awesome. That was, um, which one was that? That's the that double, the, the, IPA, right? the double, yeah, the New England yeah. one, the double yeah. New England one, yeah. yeah Firemail says, um, it, "I feel like a peanut butter rock beer could be good. That could be good. That could be good because I feel like rock beers, if they're like mild, I can handle. But I don't, I don't like, I don't like my beer tasting like an ashtray. You know what I mean? Right. Like sometimes they go a little overboard on that burnt, smoky flavor. But I think with uh, maybe maybe something to, to sweeten it up might make it. Uh, There's one palatable. out there." It's called Smoke and Dagger. That's a great name. Yeah, so we need to track that down. From Smoke Jack's and Abbey Brewing in Massachusetts. Very nice. That's not too yeah. far. Nose hits you immediately with peanut butter. It's, it's almost like opening a jar of Jif. Big huh. peanut butter attack, then followed by some waves of coffee, chocolate, and fresh dark malts. That sounds really good. That oh, apparently really Smoke good. and Dagger is a series, and this was a peanut butter version. Oh. That's cool. Um, what else did we? Oh, um, I guess we had we went to Wasserhund. Um, nothing super memorable there besides the the what was it the English stout, the tropical stout, tropical right. stout, right? Yeah, um, that was supposed to have like a pineapple guava kind of taste to it. I think they said in the tasting notes. But when I had it, I'm like, "Hello, actual garbage. It's me, Mister Mustache." Uh, when I had it, I'm like, I only think I'm tasting this because I read that. Yeah. You know, sure. like I, it, it, when I just sort of like looked away and just drank, I'm like, this just tastes like a Guinness. It's not bad, but, but it, I wouldn't but it call it. But it tasted like a badly poured Guinness. It tasted like a That's Guinness fair. that had like no nitro in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, like, yeah, the, the, the unnitro, just the, the one from the bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Um, but yeah, that's what it was. Apparently that's a thing, right? Um, I think I like the, the white stouts better than the, uh. Than the tropical stouts, if tropical yeah. stouts are maybe I just need to find a better representation, but maybe. You know. Um, speaking of Drecker, uh, I had a bunch of their brain squeezes, um, this past weekend, um, nice. which are just their smoothie sours. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the peach and black currant and thought it was okay. I don't really like peach sours, um, really. They weird me out. Um, Why is that? It seems like it would go hand in hand. Do you not like peaches normally or? No, I like peaches, but something about like the funk with the peach reminds me of like mildewy sponge. Um, Oh, yeah. And it's 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 not good. Um, But I always try one because, you know, I I was thinking like the current would overtake it. Um, And uh, it was still there. I just couldn't do it. See, I do like peach Berliner Weisses, but that's a different kind of sour. It's not the funk. Yeah. It's just the, the warheady kind of like pucker. Right. The tart. Tart. There you go. Um, but, um, and then the other, the other one I had was a pineapple blueberry. Or no, pineapple coconut mango. That sounds really good. 
Yeah, it was it really, really, really good. Sounds like a um, pina colada. Yeah, it was kind of pina colada-y. Um, and uh, for those who, who don't know, the uh, the <laughs> the best thing about Drecker are their, their cans. Pretty um, sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the, 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 brain, the Brain Squeeze and Freeze series specifically, I think, are some of my favorites. Um, but I would, you know, they, they are in uh, Nodak, which is North Dakota. Um, yeah, not... <laughs> <laughs> Not in the middle of Iceland or wherever we right, thought it right. was. Um, but I, I, I haven't found a beer from them that I didn't like. Okay. Um, and uh, fun fact, we're actually one of the most southern places you can get them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like well, I, I went I went down to North Carolina trying to find them and, and there was nowhere to be found. And I looked it up on there. They have a, a site like a find Drecker near you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Norfolk is the, like the lowest, the furthest the south location. One. Yeah. Cool. I will have to, so I, I'm interested in trying out a smoothie sour because in my mind, it sounds like the kind of sour I would kind of lean towards if it's not overly funky. When it gets to be like that gym bag It's not funk, funky at all. That's not what I like. I really, that turns me off so much. Um, actually related, uh, I had a, uh, oh man, I wish I wrote, it was an Avery um barrel aged sour and it was in my fridge for five years five years and so i tried it uh because i'm like you know what uh somebody in the in the house wanted to try a sour i'm like well i have one and it's hasn't gone anywhere so we opened it up and it actually uh was a little bit um a little bit smoother than I would have thought of. It was pretty good. It still had that sour taste, but it didn't. I was worried it would be spoiled, or I don't know how sours age, so I was surprised. Well, sours sours will age like a uh, similar to stouts, okay. Um, where there is a tipping point, right? <laughs> there is like a point where, I'm, like, because stouts basically never really go bad, right? As long as you keep them. Yeah, it would be really hard. Yeah, to make but a sours set. do like flip. Okay, sours IPAs in are easy to time. It all depends on to, how much yeast yeah. is left in them. Okay, got it. Well, I don't know, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Back in the days when Avery bottled, now I think they're all cans. They, it even had the uh, the foil wrapper around it. Hi. All That's hail true. the sour. And <laughs> what's up with an H media? Yeah, that, I was telling him uh, uh, with an H media. The with an H was the the guy who I opened that sour with. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know if I told you this, uh, with an H, but that was in my fridge for five years. And so it was kind of an experiment I was putting on you before, um, we tried it, but I think it was actually pretty good. So hopefully, uh, you had no intestinal issues and we're still friends. Was it the, um, was it the raspberry one? Mm-mm. No, 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 uh, no, it, it's, this is from quite a while ago. Avery. Barrel-aged sour. If I see the... Uh, Fortuna. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's Fortuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah that uh, is, it, was, uh... it was pretty good. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, that being um, said, the uh, 120 minutes can age for 10 years, no problem. That's the only IPA I know of that can stand that. Well, that's because it's like 18 beers in one. <laughs> With an H media says, I thought it was fantastic. I don't have a gallbladder anymore because of that night, but it was what it was. 
That's right. Hey, look, I will give up a gallbladder for a good beer. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> we don't recommend, nor will we help you if you do that. Uh, but uh, I think one beer that we both like this season, uh, Stephen, was that Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. That was a uh, Imperial Red um, mm-hmm. from it, Great Lakes. Great Lakes, Great Lakes yeah. Brewing. Yeah, uh, I was. I, I, I mean, I assume it's a seasonal, but if that's like a year-round thing, that's going to be one of my staples because that was a really good red. Yeah, label is yeah, sweet for, too. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I think it's not something that I would recommend after having other flavors. Um, yeah, because I feel fair. like like it, it won't cut through like a really heavy beer that you've had. But I mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. We had it with a or I had it with um, a charcuterie board, and uh, was it was it was very good. It was very very, very good. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has a it's just a really good beer flavor without having to have. Uh, banana chunks in that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was a big fan of that guy um chris i don't know i don't know if you've seen this maybe you have have you heard that uh brew dog has been knocked off no i didn't tell me more brew dog got knocked off um kind of (laughs) so okay brew dog and uh uh, Schulferbein, or however you say their their brewery name, they've been fighting back and forth for years over the um you know the top spot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they finally decided, why not uh, get together and do something? So they came out with a new one called Strength and Numbers. Okay, fifty seven point eight percent. That's so good. So that's if you, so good. You know, if you just want to die. Uh-huh. I mean go right for whenever it. whenever I think brew dog, I remember the weird night I had in a parking lot outside of a, a CD bar where my buddy pulled out a tactical nuclear penguin uh, from brew dog, which is a thirty two okay. or thirty eight percent beer. And he's like, okay. try this, it's a beer. And I tried it, I'm like, Oh man, that's like straight liquor at that point. That was uh, and but uh, but it it was a cool. I'm like I have to try it. It's called the Tactical Nuclear Penguin, of course. Right? Did they didn't they make the snake bite that like overtook that? Someone made that that was like forty something. And at that point, well, yeah, guys, I think I think that was this other <laughs> this other brewery. Oh, um, did they do the snake bite? They they were they were battling it out. Schrock's brow. Yeah. So so they they've been going back and forth, like mm-hmm. to see who could top each other. Um, mm-hmm. and then this year, um. I guess technically starting last year, um, they decided, oh, like, let's not be rivals. Let's collaborate because everybody collaborates. Um, and so not that's wrong. when they came out. The strength in numbers is a 57.8% beer. Wow. Um, it's uh, it's kind of nuts to me. Um, I don't know if that's a beer at that point. <laughs> $38 a bottle. That's not ridiculous it's not like utopias ridiculous where it's two hundred dollars a bottle but i mean that's still pretty high up there yeah pretty high Um, up there snake venom from brewmeister is the one you're thinking of yeah so that one is is 67 percent, but it has alcohol added to it it's cheating straight cheating cheating. (laughs) it's cheating (laughs) the only one that would be i guess adjacent i guess well i guess to make this they'd have to make it do it like what was that uh like an ice beer where they freeze off the top, get rid of it, do it again, mm-hmm. freeze it off, get the water out. That's um, exactly what they do. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until there's box. nothing left. An ice box. That's right. Um, you know, going back to what we said about Wasserhahn, there was that one beer that I, I was a big fan of. It was a collab with Makers, that uh, Beagle Juice, that Spruce Tip Pale Ale. I really enjoyed that. Uh, so that's probably... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Uh, again, that's one I kind of wish was all the time, but seasonal is what it is. Right, right. Um, I think I think we... I don't know if we talked about this last time or not, but I went back to Makers. Um, okay. And uh, had their triple triple ipa um and it's 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 good it's it it's not great by any stretch of the imagination um but given a choice to go there like uh, it's back on the list okay yeah because i remember the first time i went there and you know that's always tough you know when you're first starting out you open up a brewery your first batch is probably going to be lackluster and i was just not impressed but literally they were still paving the parking lot so i mean i i would give them another shot um the other uh, really exciting, at least in my world, beer news is Bell's is coming back to Virginia. Yeah, that's awesome. So we will be able to get our Kalamazoo stouts, which is very exciting because I've missed that. Yeah. Um, so whatever legal battle they were trying to win apparently went through and now they're like, OK, we'll come back. We'll come back now. Good. Which is good news. Good news for yeah, sure. Yeah, so they they do have that really cool cigar bar in the back of Makers. Um the, yeah. yeah. Do they have like which a is, humidor? Is that what it's called? Uh yeah, it's a it's a full room humidor. But yes. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Didn't they have like I I don't know anything about cigars, Stephen, as you uh-huh. know, but yep. didn't they have like a club where you could like rent out a little like you could leave stuff there, I thought. But I don't mm-hmm. know how that stuff works. You get a box. Um, you get a box yep exactly so you get a box and you leave it there in their humidor um okay and it's kind of like it's very similar to like how a comic box works right where if uh if you run out of a cigar you can have them put it in there you can special order cigars they'll put it into your box for you um very cool and then every time that you go in right all your stuff is there your cutter your lighter um your your cigars obviously um and uh, it, it is cool, like, if you're going to a place a lot, because um, you end up, you can, like, keep your own personal cigars there, um, right. and you don't have to worry about, like, buying retail each time. Um, but let's be honest, if you're buying a box, you're buying retail anyways, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, especially now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I have the mustache like I'd smoke a cigar, but I sure do not. <laughs> that is not my... Uh... Did you My smoke jam. a cigar that one when we went to uh, that cigar? Yes, bar? I did, and I hated every minute of it. But for you, buddy, <laughs> anything. I felt so nauseous after that. Let me tell you. Right. Yeah, you oh, guys all die. I'm like, and it was like a little baby cigar, and I like looked at it and felt sick. I am. Uh, <laughs> it was. It yeah. wasn't just a shorty. It was a skinny shorty. Was it? I don't know what that means, but it was. It was it like was, I'm like, was, oh, that one's my size. Guy. It was a little <laughs> thicker than a cigarette. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, not my jam. Not not what <laughs> I do. Fine. That's fine. Uh, but I tried it. I, I can at least yeah. say I've tried it. Yeah, um, for sure. Speaking for sure. of smoking, uh, Sweetwater got bought out by that uh, cannabis company in Canada, which is mm. pretty interesting. So I forgot what it's called, uh, Ashria or Ashria, whatever the the weed company is in Canada. Um, oh. They purchased out. Um, uh Sweetwater and so now they're going to have like a foothold in uh in the US. They they're, they're kind of banking on that federal 
legalization going through. Maybe it'll pan out. Who yeah, knows? Afria. That's right. Afria. 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 Yeah, yep. that's it. Thank you. Appreciate you. I don't do the fat chicken here, guys. <laughs> I just spout nonsense and hope you guys are uh, paying attention. But Sweetwater um, yeah. is okay. It's not like Sweetwater's fine. Their 420 series is really good, though. I mean, the only weedier beer I've had is that. Uh, what is it? The Emperor, where it's like so much, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Emperor is just like it's too much, in my opinion. It's, yeah, uh, the but. Mango Kush, that one's really good. Big fan of that. Yeah. Um, any other beer things? I'm trying to remember like what all I had this past weekend. Um, that was my big beer adventure. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get to go there, but I passed by while going to another venue. Um, uh, Cova Brewing in uh, Shore Drive, like near. Uh, oh, an Ocean View, the Norfolk side. Yeah, the Ocean View. Yeah, yeah, and it was bumping. I mean, it's it's it so looked good, good, dude. It's so Their beer's good. good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Their beer's I'll good. It it's out. all self pour, which is cool. Oh yeah, um, that's right. They have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a nice little like uh like a cafe, like a coffee and and pastry um thing inside yeah. of there i will have to make um, a trip and uh they always have food trucks and stuff in their space is huge and it looks like it's growing too um they're growing into that like into the the big land space behind them <laughs> the backyard <laughs> um, guy yeah the, their backyard uh-huh. um yeah i've uh been there a couple times now it's 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 nice it's really nice and um even with all the pandemic stuff they've been they've been doing a really good job with it so cool yeah i'll definitely have to check it out the only brewery i've like hung out in for a decent amount like a longer period of time was uh oh the one in um the other side of the water there oozle finch yes oh yeah because <laughs> well, they, they were because... doing really well with the pandemic stuff too yeah well so. they just shut down entirely and just said just drink on our lawn yeah and they have that long open large space it was it was fun yeah i'll have to check yeah. out cova i'll check it out because i haven't been there yet yeah cova's cool um the uh, oh uh we didn't talk about all the adroit theory uh i feel like that's all i drank last week um (laughs) (laughs) i had their uh well the first thing i had was their oat cream ale um Mm. which is oh man what was it called life of the scandalous oh not not Um, illusion of the sheets (laughs) No, not Illusion of the Sheets. No, um, <laughs> this was really cool. It had a um, like so a really dipper? cool, huh? It says triple oat cream dipper. That sounds yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so I had that. I had the latest in their GI Joe series of triple IPAs, uh, the Refuse. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's probably my second favorite. Revolt is probably still my favorite, um, partially because it has Cobra Commander on the front. So it's a good reason. Yeah. And then, oh, the um, the hipster one, uh, hipster, hipster death, death, death to the hipster, young hipster death, <laughs> young hipster death. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this was another um oat IPA. Um, and, uh, it was creamy yet bold. Like it was, it was very like very hot forward, but creamy at the same time. If that makes sense. It was, it was strange. 
Um, I really enjoyed it, though. Really, really big so, fan. I would like to try that because most cream ales I've had have been so, what's the word, mild that I just never got into them. Them and steam beers, I'm just like, yeah, what, what's the point? But putting it together right. with an IPA might, uh, you know, make me want to try it. The uh, the can art for Young Hipster Death, I would not guess that was an Android Theory can looking at it from afar. Right? I picked it up at Bottlecraft when we went um, and did not know that it was a... Um, didn't know it was an adroit theory beer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I checked out and she was like, your total is $48. I said, Oh, I have oh, a lot of adroit theory in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's how it goes, man. Um, speaking of, well, not speaking of which wishful thinking, um, you know how new Belgian has that crazy, what is it? $300. will mail you stuff like kind of like yeah. mm-hmm. club. If the adroit theory had something like that, I'd be much more interested. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I also think that, they don't need to. <laughs> That's true. You know? They sure don't. No, they're, I, th- I hope they're doing well enough for themselves. They won't need to do that. Yeah. I mean, they, they, so they open that new, the new tap room space. Um, I need to go and check that out. And they've, they've had a bunch of, um, uh, like tap room exclusive stuff that they've mm-hmm. been running out of. Um, I think even with it being like COVID and whatever, like they're still getting a lot of, a lot of foot traffic. So, Okay. Because I know when me and you went uh, and they were modeling that front area, we had to go to the back and it looked like we were hanging out in some old dude who's really into Slayer's backyard. And right. it was it was fun. But yeah, <laughs> it didn't have that like it didn't look as pro as I would have expected. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. But now. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, 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 I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can talk about it tomorrow or last week when this episode comes out. Um <laughs> gbs <laughs> comes out already dude i was i was actually moving stuff around my fridge today to get to this peanut butter and i have my christmas pancakes my whiskey i still have all my ones from last year yeah so they're all they're coming out in tall boys this year which okay. um everything except for the reserve series the reserve ser- series is still in bottles um what's different about the reserves it's just older so it's the same as it's in my fridge it's, it's all the barrel age stuff <laughs> okay got it yeah. oh are they doing cages again or yeah. still no okay Cool. Um, and the, um, so the only ones that are separate this year are, um, all the ones that we like. So Christmas pancakes, Kentucky Christmas morning, and what's the, uh, just the, there's just Christmas morning bourbon barrel. Okay. Got it. Not I yeah. like just the standard Christmas morning. That one is my my right. fave of the bunch. Right. Um but all the like the funky stuff they're all keeping to the box this year. So is that Apple Brandy one still a bar- brewery excuse exclusive? Yeah. Poop. Yeah. I really want to get that. It's okay. Mm. It's not like I don't know. It's not worth nothing the to write home about. Um no. I think if, you know, if you happen to be up in Richmond in the next month or two, I would I up. would swing by and get it. But it's not like I don't know. It's not worth like, hey, like some dude in Richmond, I need you to ship me this, you know. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, they, I, I, I really think it's cool that they're doing the the Tall Boys. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like Seems that to approach. Be the, yeah, I'm totally fine um, with that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because we discussed, like, you know, when you have a bomber of that stuff, it's it's sort of a commitment, 
you know? You mm-hmm. might be able to put it back in the fridge with a stopper for like a day tops, but it's not the right. same. I'd right. rather have two cans than one bomber. Well, yeah, and 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 that being said, right? Like I'd rather pay 20 bucks for a four pack than pay $12 for a bomber. That's fair. Mhm. You know? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel know. like that's the way things are going. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um any other beer things? Beer related? Um, no, I, I've uh, started doing research on my kegerator, so hopefully those I'll be ordering those parts this week, uh, and cool. then getting someone to help me do it because I am not handy. <laughs> it's just plumbing, dude. You got this. You're a homeowner now. I use the plumbing. I don't <laughs> fix the plumbing. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, that'd be cool, man. So, are you just doing a single tap? Are you going to do a double a tap? Double, D- double, double tap. Yeah, okay. and I'm going to order some corny kegs and hopefully. I got to do the measurements. So you're going sure to do, do one that's drinkable and then one that you homebrew. They're both going to be homebrewers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just lie. I'll just fill it with a real beer. You should, you come should over just, get, just go get some, some El Guapo, right? Mm-hmm. And just put it in. And then, you know, we'll just, just see what happens. Be like, oh, yeah, man. I spent days and days laboring <laughs> over this. And you're not you're not lying because it's going to take you like three days to get the keg in there. It's true. So. And then you go into my backyard and my recycling bin is just full of El Guapo cans. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I didn't get a keg. I just. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, because that makes sense. You know, that totally makes oh, sense. Man. Why Why would you not just go buy no, a keg? But that's fine. That, you know? No, I, that would be my first approach. They'd be like, oh, yeah. So Firemail <laughs> says, I want to now hear how Chris. Ex- uh, I want Chris to explain how plumbing works in an RPG. So if we did that, we would. <laughs> we would do a one shot super mario rpg and that's how i would explain plumbing that's what it would be but plumbing's not real in super mario i don't believe plumbing's real anyway steven i just use it where <laughs> where do you where do you think your toilet time goes into the ground i flush and it goes down steven into the ground <laughs> you've returned with wine heck yeah i've been <laughs> actual garbage we are doing fine i've been drinking a lot more wine actually lately um I had a glass of wine before we sat down here today. Is that um, why you had the, to have uh, uh, tummy time? Before, unrelated. Uh, unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts is what caused that, but we won't go into that. The oh, no. um, I know. Everyone's Dunkin' with Dunkin'. That's what I was just Dunkin'. But the, um, I had the, uh, what's it called? Apothic, the Inferno. That's really okay. good. Big yeah. fan of that. Uh, my favorite, uh, cheaper end red is the uh why uh, what's it? oh dark horse dark i'm a big fan of the dark horse stuff i like okay. that a lot um i really like the um it's a red blend from uh uh cooper and thief um, okay i i just i don't know i'm i'm i i'm not i'm not sophisticated enough to uh to like break down into different wine flavors. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I know what I like to like. I only ever drink wine with like food. Like I don't, I don't just, it's not like I'm grabbing a beer to chill out. Right. Like I don't I grab see. a glass yeah. of wine to, to chill out. Like I, I drink wine specifically to drink it with food. I completely agree with you there. I'm not a big eating while, while drinking beer fan, you know, like I, I don't like to pair the beer and the food. Hence we do it with board games. 
but I, I do like wine with food. Um, I think it depends on the beer. There are beers that I like pairing food with. Um, I do like, I do love me a, uh, beers and meal wine is a pairing. That's good. That's, that's good. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to disagree with you though here in a second and say that I do enjoy a, um, a Belgian with like a, with like a good, like, uh, like chicken cream sauce. Okay. Um, I can see that being really good or duck yeah. or something like that. would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, the only time I get into, like, if I'm going to have, I'd like a, a pitcher of an IPA with a pizza. That's as close to pairing as I'm going to get. Maybe like, yeah, maybe like, um, some, if I'm going to drink like cervezas with tacos or something. Okay, sure. But I'm not doing it <laughs> to raise the beer up. I'm just going to get it on right. par with the food. But yeah, um, one of so the what my, you're saying is, is you ignore all the notes on the back of the adroit cans. Exactly, because I don't know what any of that food or cigar <laughs> stuff means, Stephen. <laughs> I got to save money for my plumber. <laughs> um, one wine that I find really, really good, but I haven't been able to locate it this year, is um, the uh, Apothic makes a cold brew coffee red blend. And it sounds weird. Doesn't sound good. It's delicious. So if you ever see it, you should just pick it up. Because uh, okay, sounds real interesting. It it I didn't think it would work, but I'm like I got to try it, and it was delicious. Apothic, Apothic's the one that's got the A in the middle of the vines, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, they have like I forgot what their their staple one is. It's their it's their red blend. Um, it might just be called Apothic Red. Uh, they have Apothic Gothic, which is my mom's favorite one. That's the like Pinot Noir, I think. Yeah, Apothic mm-hmm. Red is their standard. Okay. Uh, the Inferno, the Risky Barrel one's one I had. Apothic Dark is the that's the one I was thinking of. But yeah, they have one that's a uh, a coffee blend, and it is uh, delicious. I don't. I, I hope it's not discontinued because I couldn't find it this year. I know, right? Farm. It sounds weird, but it works. You just have to trust me on that. Let's see. Um, the Apothic Inferno. Yeah, that's the one I just had. That's the uh, uh, whiskey, whiskey barrel aged one. Yeah. Apothic Dark? That one's just their black one. Let me see if... Apothic Brew is what it's called. I'm not seeing it. It's unfortunate. Uh, uh, it's apothic.com slash the wine slash apothic brew. I'll put a uh, link in the Discord. Oh, the, that's... um. Not available for purchase online. That's unfortunate. Okay. Maybe it's, I, I, I saw it for quite a while, um, but nah, I guess maybe it's discontinued, but it's, it's so good. You want to drive to Raleigh? It's in Raleigh. No, I'll get, I'll get Drizzly to send it to me. (laughs) (laughs) It is a cool looking bottle though. Yeah. Well, all their bottles are pretty sweet, but yeah, cold brew coffee sounds weird. Yeah. It was, it was well worth it. I hope it comes back. Uh, Of course, I'm sure it's quite polarizing, probably especially from people that are like, wine snobs are like this is not wine right this is coffee what is this madness <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> uh lou bonzi's red blend i'll have to check it out also comes in cans yeah dark horse comes in cans too and that's dangerous for me but yeah why is that dangerous because it's just so easy to pick up a can and pop it whereas like with a bottle again it's that commitment factor Wine does last a little bit longer out, you know, once it's been popped, but not, not more than like three days, I would say. 
Um, okay, cool. Anything else alcohol related before we, uh, no, we should probably switch to games where people start reporting us for having a problem. <laughs> right, right. So Chris, I played 22 games this past weekend. Holy crap, Steven. That's right. Wow. That's right. Now let's go down s- the list. I will say that seven of them were, um, uh, the same short game. So, um, okay. And, you know, take that as it may. Um, I'm just, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I want to pull out a few highlights that were like so, so good. Um, I played Campy Creatures, which okay. used, used to be a hit at our Brew Nights, uh, would be a hit, um, you know, for Halloween. Um, I forgot how much I really enjoy that game. Like, that game just, is sweet. Like, just mechanically, like, not even. Um, you know, Halloween themed or anything like that. Like just mechanically, that game is so good. Um, mm-hmm. it's super easy to teach. Um, it's like, I don't know how, how you would describe it other than it's, um, it's like war almost. It's like, sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you're, you're bidding, you're secretly bidding on these mortals. Uh, it's called campy creatures from Keymaster games. Um, it's a super fun game for two to five players question mark um i'm looking at it now trying to pull it up to five 14 and up yeah um so in this game you're all playing as different monsters uh and you are you're bidding uh you know you're playing as um uh, the mad scientist who are who are putting your your monsters out there and all your monsters have different values, um, and the higher the value, the more likely they are to, to pick the mortals first. And uh, you want to get different sets of mortals, um, and uh, you use those sets to score points. Uh, and at the end of the game, whoever's the most points uh, is the best mad scientist. Um, super fun plays in like realistically fifteen minutes once everyone knows how to play. Um, yeah, that's when it gets real fun when it's like quick and. Psh, psh, psh. Yeah, and the thing that. I really like is the is how they deal with ties. So they have this thing called the clashometer, um, <laughs> which uh, basically everyone is on this track, and whenever you're tied, you'll look at the clashometer, and you'll see who's at the top, and whoever's at the top, or whoever's on on top of the other, will break the tie, win it. Then they move to the bottom. And so you're not you're not going to end up like winning all these ties all the time. And it's not like a luck of the draw thing. Like you can actually plan for it. Um, right. So I forgot when cool. you win a tie, do you have to go to the bottom or do you get to? Yes, like, you choose have to. Not, yep. OK, so yeah, you okay, have to. Great. I yep. like that. That's good. Um, I don't um, know if you know this. No big deal. But the bottom of your frame is tearing out across it. But OK, yeah, I'll take just, care of that in a second. Like, yeah, not, not um, a problem. Um. Uh, but the, the cool thing in the, is, is the art. I mean, the, the art mm-hmm. on the monsters is like that old, like old school monster poster. Um, yes. So the cool. monster movie poster, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like the, the contrast between the mortals too. Like you can, you, you know, the, the monster cards, the art is very different than not the art, but like the presentation is very different on those than the like damsels or the electric guy or whatever yeah it's pretty cool yeah so you can have different um different sets of mortals um including the teenagers yep sort of buffy the vampire slayer-esque very very gassy (laughs) 
Oh no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So you, you get like, um, the, the hunter is in the basic one. It's in like the set that's always there. Um, but there's the teenagers, there's the, um, like the, Oh, uh, uh, what are they called? The engineers, which are yep, like, the I like those guys. guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have, uh, these guys called assistants. So there are supposed to be assistants to the mad scientist. Um, and as you collect more of those, they score each round. Um, so it's kind of like a playing for the long game strategy. Yep. Um, if, if you're into that, so super fun would recommend picking up. I think it's like 20 or 25 bucks. Um, Easily worth it. Yeah, Easily sure. worth and it. if you can find the expansion, uh, I would highly recommend it. It adds in another uh, monster. Um, so you can change up like what monsters you're playing with each game. And it adds in another uh, mortal pack to, uh, okay. to switch in. Right. Right. Um, so I like a lot of the key master stuff. They also did like what space park. And, yep, they uh, did Space Park. They control. Did I like Control a lot too. Control. They did mm-hmm. Caper, which I don't think you liked. I've I oh right yeah that one didn't I I'd probably the, have to give it the like try. the heist game. Yeah, it was um, it didn't feel heisty, but I I the art was cool. Yeah, um, and then Parks, which whew, Park, Parks is Parks. Yep, Parks. Mm-hmm. I, I like super parks. pretty. I like yeah. Parks just fine. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, the presentation's amazing on it. Yeah. It's it's it fits in that same like splendor esque category to me. Okay. Yep. Um. Uh. Also play. Oh, I play a lot of two player games. Um, just like in between games. Um, okay. And uh, there were two that stuck out to me. Um, the first one was Tussy Mussy. Which <laughs> uh, Tussy Mussy is this a private game. <laughs> Do you play it with uh, uh, Fluffernutter? <laughs> yeah, you play it with Fluffernutter, exactly. Uh, Tussie Mussie <laughs> is actually a pocket game. Uh, so it's from Button Not Shy helping. Games. Not helping. Yeah. It's from Button Sorry. Shy Games. Uh, they are, uh, all their their games are 18 card decks. Um, cool. And so they fit in these little, uh, these little wallet packs. And uh, the, whole, the whole thing with Tussie Mussie <laughs> is you're trying to... Um, <laughs> um you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to terms to, of service that's right um you're trying to draft you're drafting flowers so each turn you're going to pick two cards from the deck uh you're going to put one face up and one face down your opponent will select either the face up card or the face down card and you'll take the other one um and then the cards are they're like set collection for you know score this many points for this many hearts on your cards, score this many points for this many, like for these colors in your face down cards. Um, super fun, super simple plays in 10 minutes. Um, and could be a, uh, a decent like con line game. Um, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> With those little, um, yeah. Is a fantastic brewery game. Fantastic brewery game. Nice. Um, the other one that I was really into is called Watergate. Um, oh, yeah. You're telling me about this. Yeah. Watergate is from Capstone Games. Um, uh, they make Pipeline and um, what's that uh, that train game? Can't remember. Not, not, not a train maker. 
not train maker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Watergate is a two player, uh, game, very similar to twilight struggle. If you've ever played that, um, this is about the shocker, the Watergate scandal. So one player plays as the press, one player pay, plays as Nixon. And so Nixon is just trying to survive, right? He's trying to get the, uh, uh get the press to, um, not connect him to his conspirators. Um, he's trying to, to throw them off. Right. And so he wins, uh, he can only win two ways, either by having more influence or by, um, the end of 10 rounds. Um, okay. And then the press wins by connecting. Uh, if you look on this board here, um, the press has to try and connect Nixon to two of these um, uh, informants, if you were. Oh, my um, God. Is the board like a red yarn like yes. conspiracy board? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so you've got pieces of evidence that you can play <laughs> that you're using to connect Nixon to to them. Um, and the way it works is that, uh, you'll play different cards to do this tug of war thing here on the, on the right hand side. Uh, so you'll have, uh, this is the initiative, the white token. So just who goes first, this is the, um, influence for the turn. Um, and this is how, this is how Nixon wins is by getting more influence. And then you'll also have evidence tokens down here. So on your turn, you'll play a card that will move one of those five tokens on, onto your side or, or the other person's side. Um, and if the, if the evidence tokens are on your side, you get to place them as Nixon, you want to try and block the press, right? So you're going to place them with the black side up and this will prevent the press from, from being able to connect to that, uh, to that informant. Um, that is awesome. Twilight struggle is a, fa- a fantastic, fantastic two player game. The problem is it takes two and a half hours to play. That's this, too long for a two player. This game. is Twilight Struggle in 45 minutes. And so okay. Okay. um it does the same thing where like some of the cards you play are you play them once per game and then they're out. Um so it's a lot of like knowing when to play what. Um there's a lot of like chess, right? Because it's like I know I need like I need these pieces of evidence, um but I can't give you influence. So it's like, you're not going to be able to win everything. You're going to have to give up something each, each round, which is cool. Gotcha. Like making those. Decisions. So you're saying you need to, you need to know when to hold them. That's what you're saying. <sighs> I'll let myself out. Okay. Uh, so it's only two players. Is that correct? Like it's yep, only that's two me. player. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the, just my brief looking at it, but uh, that little like tug of war thing reminds me a bit of a uh, seven wonders duel a little bit. The military track. Mm hmm. But I yeah, guess it's just a different thing. Yeah, it's 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 a very different thing because um, in Seven Wonders Duel, that's like the tug of war track is like a afterthought. Like it's just one way of winning. The tug mm-hmm. of war track here is the main mechanic of the game. I see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, very neat. Yeah, would would recommend. Um, BGG has it at a, at a two. It's probably closer to like a three. Um, it it there is a lot of strategy that goes into it um and a lot of it's one of those games where you get the the you get better at it the more you play it so okay okay like experience experience matters right but is it hard to pick up or is the like the presentation no, pretty simple? I, I don't think so at all i think I, okay. I i would not introduce this to a brand new board gamer but Fair. i think um 
anyone with any decent amount of board game um, experience under their belt will be able to pick this up rather easily. It's just the with experience like comes like knowing when to play certain cards, knowing when to um, like toss cards, like when you use their their like big abilities. Okay. You know. Cool. Um, yeah. So uh, super duper fun. Um, yeah, I like to check that out. That also sounds like uh, well, I don't know how much intensity it is, but I was going to say it doesn't look like it takes up too much room. It'd be fun to like hang out at a brewery and just play it one v one. Uh, it would probably fit on a small board brewery table. Um, because all you really need is the board. Everything else but, is is just a hand of cards. So okay, would we look weird playing it in a brewery? I mean, unless you're dressing up as Nixon. Well, I was going to say if I I would have to be in my Nixon cosplay. Well, then, yes, you might look a little weird. That's fair. Okay. I just want to make sure you don't feel yeah. comfortable. Um, but that is like, you're right. It's the only way to really play the game is to get into character. <laughs> so. Um, finally, uh, the uh, another, well, th- this is, th- this is definitely like a brewery coffee shop game um, that I was like, man, I'm not going to like this. I'm, there's no way. Right. Okay. Um, and it's called Air, Land, and Sea. Not to be confused with Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So All right. This is this is war. All right. So okay. Um, it think of it like war and small are uh bah, 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 smash up had a baby. Okay. Okay. So there are three areas of influence: Air, Land, and Sea shocker right um on your turn you'll play a card to one of these three areas either air land or sea um the cards are are numbered one through six some of the cards have special abilities um if you play them for their numbered side like the uh, the one through six side um mm-hmm. you can only play them in the area matching so like this disrupt card here is a land card so it can only be played in the land zone but if you play it on its backside, you can play it in any zone for two. Oh, okay, um, I see. And think I of see. this as like influence, right? Uh-huh. Um, the so tricky the thing: every card has a two. Every card on the back is a two. Okay. Yep. Got it. Um, the tricky thing is that there are cards that let you flip over other cards, so you could play a card as a two mm. in a in a zone that it can't go, and then play another card to flip it over. Um, and then it's legal because it's yeah, already exactly, there. Because it's already there. Exactly. Could you flip someone's good card back to a two? Yep. Oh, uh, that's what I would do because I'm a yep. douchebag. <laughs> so it's it's really, really <laughs> fun, really quick. The thing that, that makes it very interesting to me is there is there's strategy in forfeiting. Or in or in conceding. Okay. So okay. based on when you concede, so um if you uh um to win right to win you have to have influence in two of the three um battle areas okay so you have to have a higher number in two of the three battle areas and those are land sea and um, and air yep air yep theaters if you were um (laughs) but uh if you decide like oh man there's no way i'm winning this right you can concede if you wait until you empty your hand, the opponent's going to get six points. They only need 12 to win. All right. Oh, so it's multiple rounds. I see. 
Yep. But okay. if I give up, if I concede earlier, so if I concede by only playing a card, I'm only going to give you two points instead of six. So like if I draw my hand and it's a bunch of ones and I'm not going to be able to oh, do anything, okay. I can concede. just say concede instantaneously, give you two points, and then I still have a chance, right? Do you have to concede at the get-go or can you concede like mid-game, mid-round? Uh, so you, it, it's whenever you're, you can do it before or after you play a card. Um, okay. But there'd be no as long as you still have cards in your hand, you can. Yeah. But there'd be no reason to concede after you played a card because it, it strictly makes it worse for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Because gotcha. whenever you play a card, cool. the, the, the table is all based on how many cards you have left in your hand. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you have, you know, five to six cards, it, it, it you score a certain number of points, four to five or four. Uh, three to four, et cetera. Like it goes down the list of how many cards you've got left. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that sounds super fun. I'm looking, maybe it's just the picture that I'm seeing, but it like the, the, the rectangular cards with the generic world war two art, it, it kind of looks like an Ollie's game to me, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it, I need to see I, it. In I, real I life. agree. I, I, that, so I thought the same thing. I was like, man, like what? I don't want to play this. Mm-hmm. I played it. I, this is the game I played seven times over the weekend. Well, that just means it's a good game. Yeah. The, the, here's the thing. You could throw this game into like any sort of universe, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. you could do it in, in monster theme, right? Right. Sure. Um, sure. And it would be the same thing. Um, the, 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 I have two grapes with this game. One, it does not need to be in as big of a box as it is. Um, it's, oh, really? it's <laughs> one of it's those card games a, in the it, giant boxes. <laughs> it's not in a huge box, but it's in a box that's a little bit bigger than the than the middle than the theater cards here. Okay. Um and all you really need, like you don't need the coins. Like you can Yeah, I was gonna ask about those. Are they just point yeah, markers? These are just point markers, yeah. Um so this whole game could fit into a deck. Yeah, like a tuck box or just yeah, there exactly. it is. Um and especially if you did like a, like you made like a, like one of those fold up mats, you know, mm-hmm. um, that could stuff stuff right into the box. Then you could fit this whole thing into a card box and then it'd be done. Um, yeah. Uh, but it is, I, I know it looks, it looks whack. And that was my first <laughs> thought. Um, uh-huh. but man, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, so do you, do you just win a, um, a theater if you just have more points than the other person at the end of the round yeah at the oh end my of the god round, that's the box <laughs> no 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 i'm trying to find the box <laughs> okay that was that was some some child's uh art okay on the good box. good um <laughs> but uh anyway what <laughs> you were saying the size about of the box. It, this not even that much better it's probably the size of it's probably a little bit bigger than the coup box okay Hey, go back to the card. Those other cards look different. Yeah, so there, there's a second printing of it. Um, that makes a huge difference. That looks really? so much better. I think that does look better. Okay. The other one just looked so generic to me. I mean, that one has the generic look, but it looks like it's... I, I don't know. For some reason, that just looks better to me. Yeah, so this is, this is the, uh, the new... Um, or this, this, is the, this is a prototype, actually. Um, okay, so are you saying that the one with the uh, World War II a, no, Scholastic no, this, this Museum? Is the, this, this is the old printing. There is a new printing coming, but I don't know if they changed any any art in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, maybe that's just a preference, but I, I like the uh, 
the Do you like the Star better. Wars version? Dude, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but anyway, the way that you're like holding on to air, like it reminds me of Gwent, kind of the the Witcher game. That's fair. Like that's it's, fair. It's like you're trying to hold those three different positions. They just use a close range, long range, and siege range. But it's yep. the same idea. But yeah, looks fun. Looks fun. Yeah, I know. I know it looks like a quote Aldi game, but um, <laughs> it, it, even still, like it's it's fifteen bucks, I think. Um, okay. And I mean, hell, if if it's a game, I get to play at a brewery that I don't, you know, I don't know. It fits, See, it if fits we had in, our brewery, Stephen, the Fluffer Nutter, this game would be on our shelf. <laughs> oh, for sure. We'd have Pretty multiple sure. copies of this on our shelf. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd have only this on our shelf. Let's let's, let's not kill ourselves. Yes. And See, the name th- of our bar is, is now Airland and Sea. So BGG puts this as a 1.9. They put okay. Watergate at a 2.3. They're, so they're, the, they're nowhere near yeah. each other. That's fair. I, I Again, weight is, is sort of... I don't know. Uh, is weight just a, 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 like how hard it is to... to learn how to play it not necessarily okay. this is it. this is skewed one person put it at a four it's not a four. Oh my it's not God. a four at all <laughs> what they what 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 games yeah. do they normally play patty cake <laughs> hopscotch <laughs> what's that compared uh, to Candyland, this is <laughs> this is a four compared to a game <laughs> where i just draw cards this is real uh-huh. real tough mm-hmm. i want i wonder what, what's a five game for them Oh man, I think any game that we mentioned before this. <laughs> or better be yet, a what's a one game for that person? That's what I'm trying to decide. Waking up is <laughs> is that the game? That's like... Is this your list, Chris? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to wake up. You know what? That was a bad example. That was. Uh, that was. But anyways, well, that's cool, man. Yeah, um, I played. Um, actually, uh, like for Halloween. Uh, we played some Growl, which is always fun. That's the sort yep. of like moderator free werewolf. It, it's a fun game. Uh, my my sleeper hit, which I, I bought on a whim, and we played it at the brewery, and we didn't think it was all that good because we played it completely wrong, uh, was that swap, uh, what's it called? Uh, sideshow swap. That uh, um, uh, circus-themed um, uh, sort of hidden identity, I guess you can kind of call it. Basically, everyone has a card with a value from 0 to 15, and you don't know what everyone has and you're sort of swapping around the table and you want the game to end when you have the highest card. Uh, and that's the whole sure. thing. Now, when we played it, first of all, we played it wrong cause we left all the cards face up. <laughs> right. So there was nothing hidden. Uh, but when you play with, we played it at four and five and each time, like there's a lot of times where the players are like, eh, I think you get like, there's a lot of table talk and right. that made right. the game really fun. Um, and then each of the tickets that they use, you know, it's kind of like an effect, like you can counter people's cards and say, it is fun. It's, it has right. like enough for me to have fun at a, you know, a party game, but at the same time, it's easy enough to have friends just join in. It's, it's, you want the highest number, the game. Right. I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we probably need to play it right, <laughs> but, um, I, I do remember it was, we, I think we played, we played two rounds of it. And both completely wrong both completely wrong <laughs> but it i don't know it it i think going into it knowing it's a party game is probably fine um yeah but it's uh i mean 
probably now it's a party I, it's a party game for us right it's a party game for people that have played games and a party game of like five to six people not like a full-on like what some people might consider eight. a party game yeah you can play it up to eight i haven't played that many people um but yeah it's it's cool uh, i th- i think the the funnest thing about it is because there's 15 cards you don't always use all 15 cards so you ne- when you play it correctly you don't know what cards are in the game right Right. So that that puts a big old like you're like, oh, I have an eleven, but does someone have something higher? I don't know because I don't know how high the cards go. <laughs> right. I know if I right. have the zero, I lose. <laughs> um, uh, that's cool. Did you do any? Um, or I guess we we did the Scooby Doo one shot. Yes, that was super fun. I enjoyed yeah. that very much. The D and D Scooby Doo. So much fan service there. Very well oh. uh, put in there. Couple quick. Uh, last things before we end the podcast and get into some games. Um, mm-hmm. I have two Kickstarters coming in tomorrow. Oh, um, oh, that's exciting. The first one is uh, Dwellings Over Eldervale, um, which was Angela's big hit of Gen Con last year. Um, she, uh, I remember she demoed a full game, a full. That's uh, right. That's right. Two and a half hour Madu, whatever it was. Um, and uh, we ended up going all in on it. Um, excited to to get that in and um add another i don't know 72 miniatures to my collection (laughs) need to paint right um and then uh the other one which is only only 13 months late um is uh title blades from uh skybound games um angel and i were talking the other day and we're like i don't remember what the game is about (laughs) what is it about do you still don't remember I don't remember. Nope. <laughs> and, and, and at this point, I'm not going to look it up. At this point, I'm just going to wait until it shows up. Just wait. It'd be a surprise. I do need to find a picture of this because the box, I am not a, uh, I'm not a fan of. Um, Is it, it just Airland like, and Sea? <sighs> get out of here. Um, <laughs> it looks like a Willy Wonka box. This is oh, for... Of course it, slider divers or whatever it's called blade uh, sliders called title blades title blades i don't know where i got yeah. sliders from i don't know um i can't find it oh well but yeah it, it, it looks like a wonka bar like it's it's very very long it's okay it's short right oh is it like a um, classic war game box like a clue box kind of deal s- or, similar but okay. longer because those don't fit on shelves <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I hate that. And I'm like, I don't. Why? Why? Like the the no box reason. doesn't need to be. Oh, here we go. Here's a here's a good picture of it. It doesn't need to be like this this long. Like why? Why is it this? <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that does look kind of bo- like a classic board game box. Is it probably really yeah. thin? Like it's probably not that deep. Yeah, it's not. I mean, honestly, it looks photoshopped in there. I don't really know how. No, this is the actual box. Okay, got it. We'll see. We'll see when you get it in there. What where are you gonna put it? That'll that'll be there tomorrow, um, as well with uh, with dwellings over Eldervale, which which will be cool. Um, Angela is really excited about dwellings. I haven't played it yet. Um, The gameplay looks really cool. It's a really interesting um, like euro meets ameritrash game um, okay nice and chris th- you'll like this the um so we we got the super duper deluxe edition uh, ah. which comes with um bases for the miniatures 
okay. that make sounds when you move them. Holy sh... Like, oh my... Oh, yes. Yes, whatever you're... I, I don't even want to know. I just want to experience it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. that sounds great. Exactly. I, I, was, I thought it would be something like the, the squishy berries from uh, uh, Treeland, Everdell? the game. Yeah. Everdell. <laughs> but that, that, that makes me happy, too. Yeah. Uh, I um, got um, one of my Kickstarters in actually yesterday. And funny enough, like me and Jenny were sitting around the couch and I'm like, you know what I ordered like a year and a half ago? These little tiny skinny mini things. And then the next day the box showed up and I'm like, what? Look at that. So I got, I got them in the binder. So it comes with this cool little binder here. And you Aww. can see all of the different minis, which is really do come, cool. Do they come separated like that? No, you have to punch them out. Mm. But but yeah, once I did, they have this the binder that comes with it, and then um, <laughs> just to give you an idea of the size, there's the slightly bigger ones. Okay. And and then there's the really big ones. <laughs> Does it come with the bases for all of them? Yeah, sure. It has comes with all the bases. Um, actually, okay. uh, last minute they gave. I have a bazillion bases. Uh, sure. It was supposed to come with one for like each individual mini, but I'm like oh, that kind of takes away the point right. of storing them in a binder. So they said right. if we'll give you half the bases and give you another free set of your choice. So oh. I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. do that instead. Yeah. So sure. yeah, I got a bunch of extra ones. So very excited, very excited. That's cool. Lots of. Yeah. I assume they're all mainly monsters, right? Uh, well, you get to so there's a in the pledge manager they have like a set chooser. And okay. so I chose like a hero's variety set. So I have a bunch of NPCs or just player characters if I want to use them. Uh, I got like zombies. They have goblins and stuff. Uh, and then I got like uh, basically I got like the variety set. So I had I have basically okay. like something for everything in the monster manual. I just figured that would be the way to go. That's cool. But uh, they had some exclusive ones that come with it, including this guy, the shark pirate captain, which is oh. pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have to now you have to roll a shark pirate right uh i well actually it came with a little like stat card for him because they made him up for this thing so yeah i could oh, be him cool. yeah yeah pretty neat big yeah, they fan look cool um they look thick they are they're well i mean so they're like i don't know if you can see that on camera but they're about the thickness of a coin I would yeah but they're not like they're not like flexy like i've seen no they're not flexy like, at all you know, no they are yeah. hard hard plastic and they're screen printed on the back and the backs and fronts are different so it has that sort of 3d quality to it yeah oh, i'm gotcha. a big fan of these because i got like a, a fire mail because i have a basically a whole campaign worth of stuff in a binder that's this big right and then that's it so right and there's room for expansion so nifty and they gonna this do, guy's I assume, huge <laughs> i assume they're gonna do more sets right well, actually, this uh, Dungeon in a Box thing was, uh, they do a monthly, like, loot crate kind of thing, where you okay. get a uh, an adventure with a little, like, booklet, and then these skinny minis that are specific to that adventure. Oh, that's cool. So, so when they did the Kickstarter, those little, like, they just made a few of them, and people were like, yeah. oh, these are really cool. So they decided to make a whole finagly bunch of them. But yeah, that's big cool. fan of those. Is that Tom Selleck? It looks like it. Uh, he's a high CR monster, so watch out. <laughs> it's Wait, the stash it man. With, yeah. Does it come with minis too? I'm confused. Uh, I think they used to come with minis, and they switched. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I know they also have a. Di they, at one point, they had a digital version when the pandemic. Every box comes hit. with two minis. 
Oh, well, there it is. Sculpted minis. Maybe they, I don't know. And then, oh, below that's the skinny minis. Do they just separate them? Hmm, I don't know. No, they're in They look pretty sweet, though. Yeah. Yeah, as always, each comes with skinny minis. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, their stuff's pretty neat. I know they they switched to like a digital format at the beginning of the pandemic where you can get like Roll20 stuff. Um, But physical, yeah, there it is. Digital Dungeon. Yeah. Pretty neat. So 33 for the physical box, and then the digital only is $12. Mm-hmm. 33 for, I mean, all that stuff isn't bad. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's not terrible, no. No. And to get, uh, like, I, to get, like, two, um, like, I mean, those look like a, like a, a 28 mil and, like, a 50 mil mini. I mean, those mm-hmm. are... Um, and, I mean, you get, a like, a pre-written adventure with maps that match it, right. and... I'm sure all the terrain and everything can be, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've never played them. Oh my God. Look at those little guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have never played them. So I don't know how the writing quality, but I mean, I imagine they're probably pretty good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would get just the, the minis box. Those things look cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys um, look super cool. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. and you being a painter, of course, I think it would be a huge thing. My, um, I'm not a painter, as you know, so these skinny minis are, like, right up my alley just to have right. that visual content on the board, but I'm like, oh, cool, right. it's all ready to go, and it's portable, because you know <laughs> you, you know how, how many minis you have and how much they get all over. If I had, like, whatever, however many, like, 200 minis I got, it would be all over my room. Well, I, I, I think that if you, got, if you got to that level, though, like, it would be, I don't know, I, I don't think it would be as daunting because, but you'd have to you'd have to enjoy like the entire hobby like you'd have to enjoy like the painting part too yeah you know? i mean i i enjoy it but in very small doses right right and being a dungeon master I, or whatever i have a ton of enemies i think you like the idea of it i do i like the idea of it but i don't like the work involved i just want right. to snap my <laughs> you just want you but want yeah somebody to, to paint all your stuff and you not have to pay for it that's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A harmunculus is what I want. Just somebody to just do that for me. Uh, but I like these. To, uh, I like the look of them. Big fan. Maybe during a Christmas break, um, you and I need to play uh, the Lord of the Rings game again. Now that yes. I have everything painted, it's a completely yeah. different game. Uh, dude, I, uh, I would be totally down. Big yeah. fan of that. Big fan of that game. Well, speaking um, of games, I guess we should take a quick break and decide what we're going to play. Yeah, so we'll take a quick break, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. And uh, remember, next month, what do we have next month, Chris? Oh, our twelve beers of Christmas and twelve yeah. games of Christmas. Oh, yeah. it's that time of year already. Oh my it's goodness, it's that time of year already. We'll have Bring to be. Um, back. Think some rules of like how to go about this, right? Some stipulations so we don't just yeah. repeat yeah. what yeah. we did last. So, if time. you guys have any weird things that you want us to. Uh, uh, look at uh, for <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know why that was so funny our, we're on the internet if you have something weird you want us to look at just send us a message and we'll look at it we aren't medical <laughs> doctors much to uh, Chris's dad's uh, dis- dismay yeah he is he is not happy let me tell you that <laughs> oh man but, he's like dad um, I talk about beer on the internet aren't you proud <laughs> 